All righty. <laughs> a little behind the scenes there. Bill has got me back. Uh, I was talking with John Ray. Uh, John's going to pop on with us for a couple of minutes uh, as uh, everything kind of going down yesterday. Jake, look for that call. We want to get John on. So uh, look for John to pop on. Uh, Ray Tanny concluded. Interesting uh, stuff. I'll tell you this. Mitochondrial nuclear DNA, you think we're, you know, we're uh, <laughs> somewhere in the 28th century. But that, I mean, that that is what it has become right now as far as, uh, you know, this technology, this technology has just been uh, unbelievable here, uh, and the use of it to get to the bottom of these cases, and that's what's utilized right now in, in these investigations. You know, um, and it's an interesting, interesting question regarding at the end there with Tom Spoda. Listen, he's going to talk to anyone. You know, he's going to talk to anyone and everyone regarding this case. If Spoda is sitting on some information uh, at this point in time in Casarena, guess what? He'll have a discussion. And that's where we bring in John Ray, uh, who's got a symposium coming up on the 3rd. We have John on, right? Is John on, Jake? Let's get to John right now for a couple of minutes. we got uh, Nick Willota coming into play in about six or seven minutes. We want to squeeze John in. John, welcome. Um, John Ray, of course, one of the leaders in the uh, leading attorneys when this whole thing began, representing the Gilbert family, Shannon Gilbert, and everything else. Um, John, give me an assessment quick of of, Ray, of uh, Rex Yeoman indictment, rounding out the Gilgo Four. Go ahead. Sure. Uh, it, you know, of course, I, I'm happy. So are the people that that uh, work with me. But uh, we're not satisfied yet uh, until all the murderers are rounded up and the people who supported them. Uh, we won't rest content. So we'll, we'll keep going. Uh, it was a good development. One thing to note is that uh, it's somehow been said now that the hair found on uh, Brainerd Barnes on the belt, on, on Maureen Brainerd Barnes, is the daughter's hair. That's not accurate. Uh, what, what was discovered is that uh, the, the, the police were able to match up the hair uh, on the, on that belt with the mitochondrial DNA they took from the daughter, but the same uh, mitochondrial DNA from the daughter perfectly also matches the mother. So it's not there's no way to know whether that's the daughter's hair or the mother's hair, or you know Mrs. Ellerup, the wife. Uh, and, and, and so people are getting it mixed up and saying, oh, it's the daughter's hair. She was only 13. It obviously shows innocence. It does not. That's just not accurate. And and it it pretty much, you know, it pits what you're saying against the guy who's representing uh, SRL Earp, Bob Macedonia. And, of course, he's saying absolutely. I mean, the kid was 11, two years later, 13, but another one was found. Uh, but you wanted to make that clear that, you know, that's the, uh, the daughter. That's Victoria, correct? Yeah. So, in other words, they used the daughter's DNA to match up the hair with either the daughter or the mother, but it's not, it, it, no one can know which one it is. Right. So, uh, it, you know, it's, it, it certainly the, the hair is consistent with the mother's other hair. Uh, so, so I don't, 
you know, I don't ascribe to the idea that this is uh, a showing of innocence. And then, of course, the, this, the, uh, the DA was emphatic that, uh, well, the, the wife and children were on a vacation when this murder occurred, so they couldn't have done it. it, it there's a pure alibi there. That's not accurate either. Uh, the fact is that, yeah, they may have been on vacation in New Jersey, I might add, which isn't too far from Long Island last time I looked. Uh, and the when the when Brennan Barnes disappeared, there's no evidence that she was murdered the very moment she disappeared or the day she disappeared. Uh, no one can say that. And when we know that Rex Horman loved the idea of torture, and we know that factually because he was watching torture porn on the dark web as well as uh, child t- uh, torture. Uh, if 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 Barnes was tortured, one of the ways that you torture people is you, you keep them alive. You don't kill them. Mm. And so, how long was she kept alive by him? And where? Uh, these are all questions that are not solved. So she could have died any time after she was captured. And when was her body moved? Nobody knows. So it doesn't. No. So the 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 alibi is not a perfect alibi by any stretch of the imagination. For the wife uh, and the family. So just thought I'd make those points. Yeah, John Ray with us, uh, representing the Gilbert family. Speaking of the Gilbert family, you know, listen, Shannon runs away from that house way back, John, uh, and pretty much makes a call and says, they're trying to kill me. And that is the big thing right now. Who? Who is trying to kill Shannon Gilbert? You have an idea? Well, she, she initially says, Someone is after me. She repeats that th- several times when she first makes the call to 911. That's what she said. Someone, not people, not they, someone. Then later she says, they are trying to kill me. They are trying to kill me several times. So it's someone who was, was hunting her, and then they are trying to kill her. Very consistent with a, you know, a hunting situation and a group of people involved uh, uh so bill trough is currently serving a sentence of at least 50 years for the strangulation of the two sex workers um in reason gretty city mcnamara are you on are you in belief at any point that there is a tie-in of yorman and bill trough working together here I don't know that. Uh, I don't think anybody does. There's not enough evidence yet to prove anything of that sort. Uh, and you know, there's you know, there's open questions about about uh, whether uh, Bitroff is going to win that appeal that he's on. The, the Legal Aid Society did a brief for the appeal uh, that he's made, and it's a very strong, excellent, excellent brief. I read it, so I, I'm not. You know, I'm not taking a position about Bitroff being not guilty, but uh, the the appeal is strong. So that will watch for that. Let's see how that goes because I don't know where. You know, I mean, it's hard to win appeals. You're always in an uphill battle, but they did a great job. So uh, watch for that. Just watch for that. But as far yeah. as Bitroff is concerned, you know, it's all rumor that we we have about Bitroff being connected to Oak Beach, and yeah. uh, he was connected to. Uh, Gus Coletti, the guy that uh, Shannon knocked on his door, and, and somehow Bitroff had had built this guy's garage when when uh, Coletti had illegal yeah. fireworks 
uh, he was an illegal fireworks dealer, and his garage blew up. So, so they had to have it rebuilt. And it's a rumor that it was Bitroff who did the building, which would put him there, and so on. I don't really know if these are true. And John, I would only imagine yesterday's events will only add to your repertoire come January the thirtieth at St. Yeah, John University's Maryland Call in Queens, where the doors open at three thirty, go to seven thirty. Missions free. And I'm talking about a symposium, beyond symposiums, where John Ray, the, the nationally, internationally recognized attorney here, who's appeared on our show a zillion times over the years and everything else, the true story in its entirety be told uh, by uh, John. Uh, he's been on this case forever, 13 years. It all began going on 14. And you're going to have a lot of content, uh, Mr. Ray, based on the last day or two. Yes, we are, and we will have new witnesses uh, that people aren't aware of yet, uh, and they will be coming forward with, uh, we will be coming forward with testimony and further evidence. So it's worth, uh, it's worth the, the, the time to come, because it's and, free as well. Yeah. So. And John, a lot of people have commented, finally here, they'll ask, you know, not ask you, but tell you, you, you got a lot of accolades. Basically, uh, you know, admission is free, but you know, those who are asked to donate to this not-for-profit organization, you have formed it, giving legal assistance to those who can't help themselves, who have maybe, maybe uh, uh, buried alive by some of the bureaucracy, government, society, sponsoring this event, uh, and to help the friends. It's a big cost for John, and I love what he's doing here, to defray it. Uh, Magdalene Dismas Society, Inc., uh, they're handling everything at GoFundMe.com. It's a great uh, situation involved, I think. Oh, thank you. That's, it's, it would be helpful. We, it's a very costly uh, you know, affair. We've had to hire security. There's things we had to do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're, we're amateurs at such a thing, so it, I, I really can't control the, the, the cost. And it's, it's, kind of, it's certainly gotten out of hand. I'm, it's coming out of my own pocket, and I'm hoping we could Magdalene Disma Society uh, – would be able to uh, defray some of the costs, and that's what we're looking for is donations to, to Magdalene Dismas Society. Yep. John, I appreciate the uh, the last minute request here. I want to get your take on things from yesterday, and we'll talk soon. All right, Jay. Thanks. Thank you.